to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Okay, so now I've talked about um, how we get our set point of our weight off through um, getting in the way of our hormonal um, messaging systems because of what we eat and drink, as well as getting the way of our nervous system working properly while we're eating or drinking. And the really cool relationship between the two, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but. When I came across that research, it was just so many aha moments um, and such a cool understanding of how the body works um, and how everything is interconnected. However, I want you to understand that there are other ways that we can get in, uh, that we can interfere with our body's ability to be at our ideal weight effortlessly. And that is through inflammation as well as what I will call our toxin tipping point. Okay, so first, I'm going to start with the concept of inflammation. Okay, so what is inflammation? Inflammation is, um, you can think of it as like a low-burning fire in the body that is uh, that the body uh, does in, in under circumstances of ideal health. So in the last episode, I talked about what would ideal health look like. Well, ideal inflammation in a healthy body would look like if you, um, let's say you cut your um, finger and there's a cut there and the body needs to create a little bit of inflammation at the level of the cut, um, calling the immune system, so the cells in the body that are responsible for healing, protection against invading organisms and that kind of stuff, come rushing to that scene of injury and protects the body against any potential infections from the cut, you know, going through the skin now. Um, and then also sending the blood cells that are responsible for healing um, to that site. Um, and the ideal is that the body has like the capacity to turn on inflammation and then turn it off again when it's no longer needed. Um, however, what, and if you notice when you cut your finger, there's a lot of swelling there. There's a lot of water that goes there because the body, like um, a lot of water starts to accumulate at a site of inflammation for various reasons. Um, so it's kind of interesting that we say inflammation is like a low burning fire and the body uses water to kind of help put it out. Right. So it's just kind of very fascinating. Um, now what happens is that in a normal state, we don't have like any massive amount of inflammation going on in the body at any time, unless we are injured or unless we're exposed to like, uh, an infection through like something that we eat, for example. So, um, you know, um, if we eat like, um, uh, food that is poisoned, you know, uh, food poisoning, there's a period of time when we are, the body is fighting off this infection. And so it'll like create a bit of inflammation in the gut um, at, in order to get rid of that infection. Now, um, what can happen um, outside of those circumstances is that if we are eating things like processed foods, 
that have a lot of chemicals and additives and just preservatives in them. Research has shown that if you just take a preservative from something like um, processed foods like bread, so there's this like very common preservative that's used in like 90% or more of processed foods, including bread. It's the stuff that allows um, bread and other products to stay on the shelf for like abnormally long periods of time, right? Like a freshly baked bread without any preservatives or chemicals or additives will go bad after a couple of days. It'll start to go moldy and, and it'll become hard and crusty, right? In order to prevent that, um, the food producers put in these chemicals and, and uh, one very interesting study took just that chemical out of the food and gave it to mice and that caused inflammation in the gut of the mice, okay? So in humans, obviously we are bigger animals and we're eating small amounts of these, but the hypothesis is that over time, by continuously eating these processed foods with these chemicals, we are starting to create inflammation, like a damaging effect inside the gut, and we're starting to get inflamed within the lining of our gut. That's been shown to happen. Like a, a, a lot of disease states are associated um, or go hand in hand with inflammation happening within the gut. Okay. And it's, you know, we could go in and talk about how that inflammation is hurting the microbiome, like the organisms that live within the gut and help us function properly when they're in good health. And when they are not functioning properly, they're also being killed off by these chemicals and additives. Um, they start to not be able to protect the lining of the gut properly. And that also contributes to damage to the lining of the gut. And we start to get inflammation. And then that inflammation can cause the gut to become more leaky. As in, the, there's, um, it's easier for things that are in the gut to get into the body through the lining of the gut. So uh, in medical terms, that's increased intestinal permeability. In kind of layman's terms, it's leaky gut. And when you start to get like things that are in the gut coming into the body that are not supposed to, that can start to trigger inflammation in the body because the immune system starts to say, whoa, there's all of these foreign invaders coming in. What's going on? And um, they start to kind of mobilize and start to like, you know, as they would with a cut in the, on their skin, they start to go kind of all over the body trying to find these foreign invaders and, and fight them off. And that causes a lot of inflammation and you can get this kind of low burning fire and the body starts to put on water, like starts to retain water um, to kind of help deal with this inflammation. So some people start to put on weight, but it's actually not fat only. Um, it's, or it could be primarily water weight. Okay. So they start to, and one way to kind of tell is you kind of start to get puffy. Okay. And that water weight can be in the tissues or it can be, for example, in the lymphatic system. And then you start to get like the lymphatic system not working well. And you start to get like, um, even the tissues like start to get spongy where you put your thumb, uh, on the skin, for example, over your shin and it kind of like pits and leaves like an indentation, right? So you're starting to get like a problem with the water distribution in the body being distributed in, like in the wrong way and, and um, the body holding on to fluid and you get puffy and you start to put on water weight. That's one way that inflammation leads to weight gain. And another way is that that inflammation that I talked about in the middle of the gut, like in the gut, leads to um, this kind of interesting effect on the fat cells around the gut. So the fat cells kind of in the middle of the belly. And the fat cells in the middle of the belly start to um, increase in size and number. So you start to actually gain weight 
around the abdomen because of problems with inflammation and leaky gut happening in your gut. And that's, that's like a very difficult one to um, understand, but it's interesting that it does happen. And another way that you can actually um, get weight gain in the midsection like that is when your body feels like it's under attack, right? And it's creating a state of inflammation to deal with that from all the things that are leaking into your body through the gut, it releases a hormone cortisol. And cortisol hormone being overly released, I mean, I've already talked about many ways that cortisol hormone is damaging to the body. And another way is that it causes that weight gain around the midsection. So that kind of belly around the belly um, kind of weight gain. And that's the worst kind of weight gain. That kind of weight gain, because it's a signal of underlying problems with hormonal imbalances and inflammation and, and um, a problem with the, in the health of the gut um, has been linked to, um, you know, all causes of death, like heart attacks and heart disease, heart attacks, strokes, um, those kinds of things. So um, if you're starting to get that kind of weight gain through the belly, um, what you need to know is that there's something going on that's causing a situation of physical stress within the body probably related to the uh, the health of your gut and your microbiome and that's causing a state of inflammation in your body which is causing hormonal imbalances particularly with the hormone cortisol and that's leading to this kind of expansion around the way the waistline okay so um that's another way um that people can start to gain weight is not just through from the last episode talking about how you can be having too many fast carbs, but also having too many processed foods. Um, another way that could happen unintentionally is through the overuse of antibiotics and or medications like anti-inflammatories. Those also damage the lining of the gut through effects of the microbiome or directly affecting the lining of the gut, causing inflammation. So you can actually have an unfortunate situation where you're actually pretty good eater, don't eat a lot of processed foods or fast carbs, but let's say you get um, an infection and the way it's treated is with an antibiotic. Now, remembering that if you need an antibiotic, by all means, take it. Um, You know, if it's a life-saving situation, um, definitely you need to take it. However, you need to understand that you need to go into like gut repair mode as you're taking the antibiotic, like taking probiotics for at least three months after stopping it, uh, after stopping the antibiotic, and really avoiding anything that could potentially irritate the gut during that time, um, and um, doing gut repair things like taking zinc and um, healing bone broths, which have um, glutamine or you know pectin from baked apples. Like, there's lots of things you can do, but you need to do something. Um, you could be one of the lucky people where you take an antibiotic or an anti-inflammatory and your body just has this amazing ability to heal itself and you're good to go. But generally speaking, yeah, like once or twice, but if you're someone who's kind of doing it frequently or has had this happen before and you start to notice that your body's not quite um, functioning the way it used to, this, this is what could have happened is that there was some effect at the level of the microbiome and the lining of the gut. And now you're um, in a situation of having a bit of leaky gut, and then you can develop food sensitivities and inflammation in the body and that kind of stuff, right? So that's the, that's the second way that you can um, cause a situation of gaining weight, all right? And that's a very important way to understand. I think that's a, a, probably a pretty big way that many people are 
noticing that their health is not, uh, that their weight is not, the, not effortlessly being maintained. taking the time to listen to this podcast wild wisdom with dr patricia mills if you like this podcast please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly thank you and i hope you have a wonderful day evening or night hi everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 